Today's reading is about Hebrews chapter 3. Therefore, holy brothers, who share in the heavenly calling, set your focus on Jesus, the apostle and high priest, whom we confess. He was faithful to the one who appointed him, just as Moses was faithful in all God's house. For Jesus has been counted worthy of greater glory than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. And every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Now Moses was faithful as a servant in all God's house, testifying to what would be spoken later. But Christ is faithful as the son over God's house. And we are his house if we hold firmly to our confidence and the hope of which we boast. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion, in the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers tested and tried me, and for forty years saw my works. Therefore I was angry with that generation, and I said, Their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I swore on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a wicked heart of unbelief that turns away from the living God. But exhort one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firmly to the end the assurance we had at first. As it has been said, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. For who were the ones who heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt? And with whom was God angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would never enter his rest? Was it not those who disobeyed? So we see that it was because of their unbelief that they were unable to enter. And this is God's word. An observant Jewish person will have deep reverence for some of the heroes of what we call the Old Testament. I'm thinking here of people like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Joshua, Samuel, David, and many others. Of course, Moses would be on that list too. As the man God used to deliver Israel from Egypt, and through whom God gave the law, Moses is heroic to all of God's people, whether Jewish or Gentile. And the Jewish believers who read this letter called Hebrews first certainly had a strong respect, even reverence, for Moses. There is nothing wrong with having a faith hero, and Moses is a good one to have in many ways. A problem develops, though, when a hero of the faith becomes more real to us than Jesus himself is. Despite all his virtues, Moses was merely a man. The author of Hebrews wants his readers to love Jesus more than they love Moses. He urged them, in verse 1 then, to fix your thoughts on Jesus. Every good quality that Moses had, such as his faithfulness to God's work, which we saw in verse 2, Jesus has in greater abundance. If the Jewish Christians held Moses in greater esteem than they held Jesus, then they were admiring the house more than the ingenuity of the builder, as we saw in verses 3 through 6. If these believers turned away from Jesus, 
to return to a Christless form of Judaism, which is talked about in verses 6 through 19, then they would miss the eternal promised land, just as the Jewish people who followed Moses out of Egypt missed the Canaanite promised land. You probably don't think about Moses more than Jesus. That was a greater temptation for the Jewish readers of this book of Hebrews more than it is for us. But you might be tempted to follow some other Christian leader more closely than you follow Jesus. If there is a pastor or author or teacher or Christian parent who contributed powerfully to your conversion or your growth or your discipleship or all of the above, you might follow that person more closely than you follow Jesus or at least be tempted to. That's dangerous because even godly people are still human. They can fall or just disappoint you. Jesus never will. Is there someone you love and follow so closely that everything he says or does is to you what a Christian must say or do? Are you in danger or even guilty of respecting the house more than the builder, as verse 3 describes? That's a subtle but real form of idolatry. Love your mentors and appreciate all that they've done for you in Christ. But follow Jesus and worship him alone. He is the only one worth following, the only one worth worshiping. And he's the only one who can get you safely to God's eternal promised land. So I hope you'll think about these things and think about who you really worship and serve in your life. May God bless you as you meditate on these things, and we'll see you next time.